Hey everybody, Alex Perdot from One Hour One Offs here, and I have some exciting news to tell you. As of this freaking episode, right here, right now, the show is one year old. We got a whole last birthday, June 12th. We did it. We made it. Four more, and we would be eligible to be named in Roman culture. We're almost there. I'm so grateful, happy, just, I love making the show, y'all, and the fact that we've been making it for a whole year is just awesome, and I hope y'all love listening to it as much as I love making it. I'm gonna cut myself off from rambling too much longer. We're gonna try and release episodes every month on the 12th going forward, try and keep that a little more regular so you know when you're gonna be getting that fix a good, good one-off. Other important news, uh, this episode is not edited by Dana Bolger, or rather, not sound designed by Dana Bolger. It is edited and sound designed by me, because I messed up the timeline, and had to do it myself. I think that's the end of any and all news, announcements, bulletins, etc. So, hop on into that episode, folks. Clap sync? Yeah. I don't know what the clap sync is. Blake um, will say three, I will say two, oh, you will say one, oh, and yes. on the fourth beat we're all gonna clap. Oh, okay, instead of doing the... Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm down to party. Three? Two. One. I don't know if we got it. Good enough. All right. Well, now that our mics are on and Audacity's recording, what are we here to do? Blake, you're the you're the DM. Also, I guess you have to answer your own question. Shit, no one told me that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I actually have something prepared. <laughs> um. Also, real quick, nice. what what time intervals do you want, uh, Blake? Um. Slash Derek. Every fifteen minutes, and also call out five minutes left. Okay. Yep. All right. Guess we should probably introduce the setting and system first since this is kind of a weird one yes i think you know it best yes so the system today is unhallowed metropolis it's kind of an old favorite of mine basically instead of the world wars happening the world had a zombie apocalypse and Things devolved into basically just a handful of cities trying desperately to survive. And things went back to Neo-Victorian for some reason. And in addition to zombies, there's also vampires, half-vampires, and government-experimented werewolves. And artificial human beings called Anathema. So, fun universe. Derek, care to tell us about your character? Yeah, sure. So today I will be playing Clara, who is an orphan urchin type turned undertaker, which means that her job in this world is basically as a licensed bounty hunter paid to take care of particularly problematic undead situations oh wonderful you chose my favorite class this is my first experience please bear with me imagine being held at gunpoint 
by illiterate animal. <laughs> hey, look, everyone's been there in tabletop games. Baird, Derek, either of you can either of you think of anything else we need to introduce? Mm, no, I don't. I don't think so. I also know this system like least best. So, so Clara has been contacted by the OUD, or basically Zombie Homeland Security. Classic. About a report of a a potentially unlicensed lab of sorts. You wouldn't really pay it much mind, but they said they think it's uh, geared specifically towards creating anathema, and the bounty for busting this one up is pretty high. And a couple days ago, you got a tip that pointed you to a little square in the underground slums. They're not your informant isn't sure where ex- which building exactly has the lab, but they've narrowed it down to an area that contains just a bar and a butcher shop. Since navigating the sewers of this city would be quite the daunting task for even a regular campaign, unless you object, I think we'll start this one out in the underground. Yes, I think so too. Where will I be relative to the square? That is entirely up to you. All right, I'm in the square. All right. So, <laughs> in this square, you see, I mean, it is a hell of a shanty town. Like, there, all of the buildings are made exclusively from scrap metal, wood, rusted parts, and the like. You've seen dingy in the slums, but this is a new level. And as you're standing there, a breathless informant runs up to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The info was bad. It's not a month before they move. It's an hour. Oh, no. Do we know where they are? No, it's it's either the bar or the butcher shop. I'm, that was as close as I could get. How safe Baird? would I be just walking in? Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll re-say that after. Start the clock. Clock is started. Let's pause. All right. How safe would I be walking right in? I don't... I don't know. People... People around here seem quiet enough, but... I'm not sure what's actually waiting for you in there. Hmm. All right. I see. Well, how crowded is the environment, Blake? It's relatively sparse. There are a few clients around the bar, but given the time of night, the butcher's shop is all but dead. Given the time of night? Yeah, what what time is it exactly? It is midnight. All right. 
I'm going to slip into the bar then and take the lay of the land. All right. What are you looking for? Anyone who looks interesting, as if they'd be anything more than slumtown rabble. All right. Roll me wits perception. All right. That is a 13 plus 5 for 18. Damn. Okay. Sorry, 13 yeah. plus 4 for 17. <laughs> still good. Still still enough to pass with flying colors. Glad to um, hear it. I, I should note that Clara is stepping in with her rifle slung over her back. Nice. What's your rifle? My rifle is a Kramer 2086 bolt action rifle. It holds nice. 10 rounds of ammo at a time. And it's an action to put a new round in. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, as you're sitting around, or, I don't know, maybe you're standing near the bar, you mm-hmm, look around, mm-hmm. try to get a feel for who are the people, who's around, and, you know, you go through all of the bar flies, and even for midnight in a dive bar in the underground slums, these look like your relatively usual bar clientele. But you do see someone who's looking around awfully shifty-like, hanging by one of the back walls of the butcher shop. Hanging by one of the back walls of the butcher shop? From, from my place in the bar? Yeah, like, you can see the store opening of the butcher shop and down one of the side walls, and at the corner of that wall on the opposite side of the front you see the guy i see and are they just standing there for now with your perception check i will give you that they're also armed they are also armed yeah they have a magwitch terminus on their right hip yikes i think that outguns me by a little bit doesn't it Mike, for the audience, what is a magwitch terminus? It is a big and mean revolver that has a particularly nasty feature of a secondary barrel that you can load a vampire stake or syringe into to fire from compressed air. Hmm. These guns are some pretty serious pieces of work. Yes. In other words, they might be out here hunting undead with vampire stakes, but they could also have a syringe in their loadout, right? And would that be for human prey? Or that is, would that also That is be... true, but they're... Yeah, I mean, it's a big, nasty gun, and they with it, you know that they have the capacity to kill most of what would come after them. Well, Clara's confident in her ability to outdraw them, so she's actually gonna slide on up to this shifty individual. She's not hiding or anything. No, no. Uh, Just gives you, it gives you a side eye as you walk up. <clears throat> what are you looking for? 
uh, Claire's gonna try to draw up an excuse and with her intellect of one fail to do so and say, you hear anything about a lab around these parts? A lab? Down here? <laughs> Think you got the wrong part of town. Not many science types down here. We're a bit far from the galvanic arrays for that. Makes sense, makes sense. All the same, though, I couldn't help but notice that you're a little bit armed, and at this, Clara's gonna tap the barrel of her own rifle. Still on her back, though, and ask, So, can I ask what you're doing here, by the shop at this night? Time of night. Shopkeep pays me for protection. Doesn't want any ghouls or vampires robbing his stock in the middle of the night. For protection, huh? Do you mind if I step inside and take a look around? You're welcome to, but I'll be watching you. Alright. Clara is going to slip inside the shop and kind of strafe the perimeter, keeping her back to the wall. So she's always got like at least part of an eye on the entrance. Yeah, alright. Give me another wits perception roll. This one's gonna be pretty hard. This is a six plus three plus four is thirteen perception. That unfortunately is not going to cut it. You don't find anything of particular interest around the shop. You, you know, I mean, there are loose floorboards and some rickety shelves, but in a place like this, that's kind of to be expected. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to start damaging the shop just yet. Alright, I'm going to slip back out then, thank the guy for his time, and then wander back on over to the bar. Except this time I'm not actually going to go in. All right, what are you doing or looking for at the bar? I'd like to make a pass around it instead and look for, you know, any, like, back entrances, cellars, like, little sheds that they might keep something inside. Yeah. Yeah, this one, I'm not going to make you roll for this. You're walking around. And as you go behind the bar, you see a glint of metal a little ways ahead of you. While this might not normally trip off anything, it looks awfully shiny for being down here. That is odd. When you say a little ways ahead, how far is that? Mm, four or five meters. Four or five meters. Can I make out anything more about it from where I am? You can make out that it is most likely a door, given the way it is set at a slight angle to the ground. Door set at an angle to the ground. One that would, like, lead downwards, then? Yes, exactly. And this is set into the bar building, or it's a separate building? You can't 
make it out super clearly from where you are, but if you had to guess, it looks like it actually belongs to the butcher shop. To the butcher? Oh, so they're right next to each other. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to very quietly walk up closer to it. May I do that? Try to get a better look. Give me... Uh, is, it ag- is it agility in this game or dexterity? Um, there's coordination. Oh, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, and yeah, there's also me... the shadow skill. Oh, yeah. Okay, roll me coordination plus shadow. Coordination plus shadow. Yeah. Okay, I, I should explain that I have five coordination and five shadow, and I've taken the quiet quality for plus two to shadow rolls. So, so you, you don't need to roll. I, I'd be rolling at plus 12 of my guy. Yeah, no. It, it... You're good. <laughs> All right, Clara's going to slip up to this piece of metal. Quiet has a ghost. What is it? A door, then? It's a door. Is it locked? Does it look like I could open it? It looks like you could open it, but it also looks pretty heavy duty. Pretty heavy, but is it well balanced? How's the engineering? Um, given Clara's intellect, I can't, I don't think I could tell you that, but it doesn't (laughs) look like it will hurt to try to open. Well, we're going to try to open it quietly. All right. What's your vigor? My vigor? My vitality is two. Okay. Yeah, I am going to make you roll for this then. Very well. It's not hard, but the door is heavy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is a 12 plus 2 is 14. Yeah, it takes a little bit of doing, but after pulling and heaving on it for a bit, you eventually get the door to pry open. And that's when the smell hits you. I see. This isn't your normal butcher shop runoff smell. Like, you expected awful, that not awful but o-f-f-a-l yes and this is so much worse this is decay moisture and given how long you've been an undertaker you suspect there's more than one human corpse down there i see clara's going to reach into her pack and click a backup filter into her Respirator, gas mask. She's got one of the generic models. Nice. And then she is going to step inside, closing the door behind her. There is an almost immediate change in atmosphere, where the door looked shiny and polished, like this was a respectable area the moment you step down, the decay sets in. The stairs are moldy concrete. The walls are rusted iron. There are no guardway there are no guardrails on the way down, and as you proceed, the smell only gets worse. 
How's the lighting situation? Dim. Very dim. Right. You suspect gonna... that it is either lit by candles in the room beyond, or else the galvanic lights are nearly dead. I see. Um, are, are my eyes straining, or can I still navigate with reasonable surety of foot? No, you can, you can still navigate. It's gloomy, but not dark. Alright, in that case, I guess I'm in some kind of antechamber, right? An entryway? That's certainly what it seems like. Alright, can I look around it? I, I know there's like rot and mold, but have I identified like a scent source of the smell yet? Yeah, there's... You can see that the stairs open into a large room down below, and that's the way the smell is coming from. Alright, Clara's going to swing the rifle off her back and look through the five times telescope that she's got on it. That was smart, because to... uh, there are three animates by the door. I the see. downstairs door, I should clarify. Alright, would you consider making them leave? Come again? C could you remove them? No, that's kind of your job. Alright, in that case, Clara's gonna give her rifle a quick once over, and then may I take a combat turn? Alright, since you have surprise, I will give you um, one free round of combat, and then we will roll for initiative. Just so you know, we're on the 15 minute mark. Thank you. Sounds good. Alright, so Clara has a prowess of 9, composed of 5 coordination and 4 wit, meaning that she takes 3 actions per turn. Holy We're going to shit. use Yeah, yeah. We're going to use fast aim to aim as an action instead of as a turn for plus 5 on our next shot. And then we are going to aim for the heart of one of the animates, taking a minus 3 modifier. So overall, this roll is going to be plus 5 from ranged rifle skill, plus another 5 from aim, minus 3 from aiming for the heart, normally minus 5, but as an undertaker, Clara reduces that malice, and another plus nice. 1 from using her favorite weapon. So, altogether, we're rolling at a plus 8 to hit. Oh. And that is a 27 plus... Oh, sorry. That is a 9... I'm using a, like, 10-20 dice, sorry. That is a 9 plus 8 for 17 to hit. You mean 25 to hit? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what did you, what did you roll? Sorry, I rolled a 9 and I'm adding 8 to it. Okay, got it, got it, got it, yeah. Um, yeah, 17 to hit. You hit. Roll for damage. Alright, and damage is 2d10 plus 5 from a shot to the heart, right? And then plus the damage from my weapon, which is 8. So yeah, 2d10 plus 13. Okay, that is 3 plus 10, so 13 plus 13 is 26 damage to the heart of this animate. Okay, now I don't normally feel bad for zombies, 
but that's overkill in this game, so yeah. I mean, you line up the shot, and the chest cavity around the animate's heart is just gone, and the body, now lifeless with the spine perfectly snapped with that shot, just crumbles to the ground. Neat. With the third action of Clara's free first turn, she's going to aim again. Alright. Roll for initiative. That's also a prowess roll. It is. So we've got 15 plus 9 from our side, which is a 24 initiative. Yeah, you beat both of the animates by a pretty significant margin. Alright. We're carrying for that aim and taking another shot to the heart. So at another plus 8, we've got a plus 4 plus 8 is a 20 to hit. And that is that going hits. to deal with a heart shot. Oh gosh. 3 plus 8 plus 5 damage. So 16, 16? to the heart. Yeah, it... It, it, it is hit. It is a solid hit. Is it dead? No, it's not It's not dead, but with even more damage than usual for an animate to the chest cavity, you can tell it's kind of dra- it's dragging along and doesn't have too much long left. Makes sense. With my last two actions, I'm going to fast aim and do it again. Alright. And that is... A 14 plus 8 is 22 to hit. And that- oh no! Oh no! We- we've rolled a 20 on the base damage. Oh no! So that's 33 damage to the heart of this zombie. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that's a crit. Alright, we, I, I, we crit it in the heart. I kill with my heart, says Clara, quietly. Yeah, I mean, the game doesn't have... What I like about this game is it doesn't have mechanical rules for crits. So, mm -hmm. I'm gonna play with this one. You... Because of how little health the first one had left, and the truly, truly irresponsible amount of damage that this would have caused... You're not sure how it happened. You probably couldn't do it again if you tried. But the shot is perfect. It pulps the first one's heart, snaps the spine, ricochets off, and domes the second one. Clara does have trick shot, so she ignores cover and such. Nice. Yeah, so you are astonished to see that your one shot has somehow killed the both of them. Yeah. Damn, the other takers at the guild will never believe this. Truly. Clara's out of actions, and also out of animates, right? Yep. Right, she's gonna reload back up to ten really quick. Alright. And then I assume you continue down the stairs? I'm actually going to hide in the shadows on the stairs for a moment and watch that next room with my scope to see if anything changes. Seems 
pretty empty, honestly. Alright. We're gonna move quietly. Shadow in the shadows into that room. Alright. Before you enter the room, does Clara speak any other languages? Nope. Alright. Linguistics zero, baby. Fair enough. Well, five in her native tongue, but nothing else. That makes sense. So, you know, you see the writing on the wall when you enter. It's on the opposite end of the... It's on the opposite end of the chamber, which is probably a good four or five meters long. You might... Um, yeah, you know what? Give me a really easy... Um, intellect roll. That is an 11 plus 1 for 12. Yeah, so you recognize that the writing daubed in blood on the opposite wall is Greek. You can't read it, but you've recognized the language. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Greek has a pretty distinctive look to it. May I make an occult check to try and glean what this may be related to? Yes, you Greek? may. Alright. And that is a 3 plus 2 for a total of 5. Yeah, nope, you got nothing. Could we call this astrology so I get another plus 1 bonus? Hmm... No, this isn't really related to astrology. That's too bad. All right, Clara's going to shrug and whisper, look, Greek to me, and keep poking around this room. It's all Greek to me, rather. Yeah. Now that you're in the room proper, you notice the setup. There's a central causeway that leads to an opening that is presumably the way further in. Off of it, there are four pathways on each side, each one leading to a chair, facing what appears to be a metal bench with holes in it opposite the chairs. Sorry, metal what? So, basically, along each wall, there is... A metal platform. It's a raised area that at first glance looks like a bench with holes in it, each hole corresponding to a chair. Each a bench with oh. And and you kind of like dip your like booty into the hole to sit there? Or are you saying like there are slots could... for chairs to be placed into? Um No, there there are well, do you want to get... If you get closer, I can describe it better. Uh, is there anything dangerous between me and these no, seating arrangements? No. Okay, I'm going to take a look. Yeah, now you're getting a better idea of where the smell comes from. These are not... This is not a bench... A simple bench with holes. From a distance, it looked like it could have been some form of waste disposal. But no. The purpose is far darker. It's a public They contain, toilet. 
What? Oh, okay. I said it's a public toilet. <laughs> they contain? Each of the holes is actually a cylindrical pit about four meters deep. And at the bottom of the pits is, well, was, or no, were, human beings. What's in there now? Remains. Things that were once human. Some of them look like animates. Some of them look like Dompiri. A few of them even look semi-human, but all of them bear the signs of trying to escape the pit to no avail. And all of them now, if you look quickly, are also garbed in lab coats. And this is all inside the pit? Yeah, it, this is a scene that you see, if you, if you go around each pit, this is what you will see in each, is something along these lines. I see, I see. And my job here is to... Not just to locate the lab, surely. Yeah, no, your your job was to locate the lab, put a stop to whatever they're doing, and if the person behind this is still alive, you are to either bring them in or kill them. Okay. Well, does it look like the things in the pits have any way of getting up to where I am? No, and on top, and to boot, they all look remarkably dead. Oh, and here I was about to commit what would be a modern day war crime. All right, in that case, I wait, I'm going to look in the pits and see if there's like any information about the lab's activities I can glean. Not in the pits themselves, no. But if you want to look around the room for something, give me another wits perception. 11 plus 4 is 15. Yeah. You don't find documents or anything concrete. But what you do find is nonetheless unnerving. There are syringes filled with what you recognize to be animate flesh. Along with other more exotic cocktails and reagents that you couldn't even begin to hazard a guess at, given your lack of education and the ominous glow in each of them. Freaky. I'm gonna slip, like, a f small collection into, like, glass tubes and put them in my pack for someone else to analyze after all this is gone. Alright. And with that, I'm going to move on. So... As you exit the room, it's a small, rusted corridor that eventually comes to a five-way junction. It looks like it was once a normal four-way junction, but there is an additional path added on. One that isn't made of steel, but rather hacked through bedrock and soil. 
Okay, we are going to sneak, and we are going to walk down special tunnel number five. There is... As you pass by the intersection, down the left, you see what looks like it might be some kind of break room. You don't get a close enough look inside to see anything concrete, but you do see that something in there is moving. To the oh, right, I... okay, what yeah. looks like maybe an observation chamber, and forwards, there is simply a hole with a ladder. But, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as you continue through this dirt passageway that slowly curves downwards. Hang on. Actually, I'd like to pause as I notice the thing in the left resting room, break room. All right. Yeah. And Clara's going to turn that way instead and try and get a better look at it. As you focus on it, you can see it a little better. At first glance, you might mistake it for a human, but there's something wrong with its movements. It looks human, but the way it moves is more like a marionette. And that's halfway. Alright. Yikes. Um... Hmm. Would I know what this is? You can hazard a guess given what is in this lab yes I believe I will guess at it it's a foe so, we're gonna shoot it through the heart alright alright action one aim action two fire and That's another crit, but this time it's on the shot. Oh, How okay. Absurd. So, you actually flinch as you pulled the trigger. You aimed for the heart. It should have been an easy shot. But you pull up, and for a moment you think you miss. Until you see that whatever this thing was... It is now on the ground and no longer has a head. Okay. Anyone reacting to that? You hear... You can faintly hear movement in... elsewhere in this... compound, I suppose you'd call it. Hmm. But can I make out which is... branch? Yes. It's... Coming from the opposite tunnel from the break room. Opposite tunnel. Okay. Uh, Clara is going to hunker down, reload, and point her rifle towards that tunnel and start moving forwards slowly. Quietly. Through your rifle's scope, you can see that the area this pathway will open out to is some kind of observation area. You notice a few chairs in there, 
and a wall of what appeared to be reinforced glass, but now has a basketball-sized hole in the middle. Basketball-sized? Interesting. Uh, yeah. Do I see anything else? Not from this angle, no. Right, I'm gonna keep moving into that area then. Step by when step. When you eventually reach it, you realize why you didn't see anything else. This area is set above a kind of performance area. It was once clean, but is now drenched in blood and covered in broken bodies. With one lone figure standing roughly in the middle of the room, pacing around, likely the source of the movement you heard. This is no, as you get a better view on this, this is no mere animate. This is what looks like the ungodly hybrid of a human and a thrope. Yikes. Yes, it has the bulky muscle mass in the arms and upper body of a thrope, but it portrays none of the same blind rage and general lust for violence that they are known for. I see. Does it seem like, I don't know, irritated at all? Or is it only just like shambling around aimlessly? Or does At it the have moment, like some it's just kind shambling. Of... Huh. Would it be my job to take care of this thing, or is it more of like my thing to locate the people in charge? And you don't know. You can't tell if this is an important person or simply an experiment. If it's an experiment, it can be left for someone else. But if there was any rationality left in its brain, you might need what it knows. I might need what it knows? Hmm. I see. Clara, Clara's going to reach into her little pockets and <laughs> pull out a set of animate restraints and kind of just toss them into the pit to see what it does. Wait, she throws what in there? A set of animate restraints? Ah. She, she has more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you didn't come you didn't come through quite clearly the first time. Got it now? Um, yes. They clank to the floor and splash some of the blood around. The movement causes this perverse hybrid to lunge at the restraints and tear into the bodies around them, but nothing more. Yeah, it's mindless then, and that means it's not my job. Are there any other entrances into this room? Not that you can see. Alright, let's head back. Still crouching, still sneaking along to the intersection, and take special pathway number five. Yes. You... I recall you saying that there was a hole with a ladder going down. 
Uh, well, there, yeah, there are two pathways. One is carved from dirt and sloping down. The other is much as the rest of this base and leads to a ladder. I want to believe that important personnel wouldn't spend all their time in a weird dirt and stone tunnel, so down the ladder we go. Yes. Or so you would try. Uh -oh. But once you start descending, you notice that further access to the ladder is blocked by a locked hatch. <laughs> a locked hatch? That's so... that's so... inconvenient! Um, okay, where's the lock? The lock is... Let me think, um... You know those typical, like, set-into-the-floor pull-open hatches you see in video games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that with the lock, um... on the far edge of the handle. The lock is on the far edge of the handle. Okay, but the lock is, like, on my side of the hatch. Yes, yes. Okay, that's really suspect. Clara's gonna head back up and go down the dirt path in that case. I don't want to shoot this lock off just yet. Metal on metal is kind of noisy. Yeah. Especially shooting metal. Factual. You go down the winding dirt pathway, and eventually it opens into a wider chamber, in which there is only, well, there is a pathway behind it, but the only feature of this chamber is a cylindrical tank, one filled with some kind of bizarre green liquid through which electricity arcs. And if you look in it for long enough, you begin to see something stir. Is there an off switch nearby? Not that you can see. Are, are there pipes leading into it? A great many. How about, like, electrical conduits? It's somewhat difficult to get perfect access to delicate machinery, given that this is the height uh, that clearly this chamber was only designed for this, as it is the height of the chamber. And any electrical conduits most likely run through the ceiling. Gotcha. And are there any other... Whoa, I almost fell. And are there any other entrances into this room? Yes, there is one path on the opposite side of the tank from you that leads further that leads further in. Okay. I'm going to take a grenade out and hold it in my hand and then I'm going to try to sneak around the perimeter keeping a close eye on the tank in the center. It is clear that something is happening in the tank, but Whatever it is does not appear to notice your presence. And as you continue, you head down a ways until you eventually reach a massive safe door, locked with a relatively standard 
combination and wheel in the center of the door. Scratched into the surface of the metal is one word. Records. Records. Alright. That that seems like a reminder of the combination as much as anything. Clara's going to rack her brain for anywhere she might have seen anything resembling records. You don't know. As far as you can tell, you have seen no records in the base. But... Curiously, all viewing stations and platforms have had exactly four chairs. Like, there were four chairs at each viewing station? Yes, like there were... In the first room, there were four pits on each side with one chair for each. Mm -hmm. And in the viewing area above where the hybrid was, there were four chairs. Interesting. And how many numbers are there in this combination lock? At a glance, it looks standard, so you would guess three. I would guess three. I'm gonna give it the (laughs) 444. Um, roll me wit's perception. Ten plus four is fourteen. Yeah, so the first two fours were correct. The the third number was wrong, but not by much. Not by much. Oh, like I could feel it. Yeah. Wrong, but not by much. Does there seem to be any penalty for having input the wrong number? Not that you could tell. Alright, Clara is going to try 445 and filling that 443. 445 was closer. In that case, we're just going to tick up until we get it. 448 gets it. Excellent. The door swings open, revealing a room filled with bookshelves and filing cabinets. This, you can guess now, or you can see now, that records was not a reminder of the password, but of the room's function. Hmm. Interesting. Does anyone seem to be in here? No. Did the door open... This room's empty. Okay, um... Can I tell how the records are arranged? Like, how they're organized? You can tell how they were once organized. The filing cabinets have clear records indicating trial numbers and formulas you don't recognize. But it seems that since this room has been created someone ransacked through the notes. It seems that everything is still in place, just scattered throughout the room now. I see. Well, glancing down at the papers, can I... 
understand what the nature of this lab's purpose was? Yes. It's bleak. They were conducting human experiments to see the effects of anathema, thrope, vampire, and animates on regular humans and on others. As it started out, this lab was abducting orphans and children off of the street to turn them into hybrids or subject them to experiments that were almost always fatal. Mm -hmm. And then you begin to see something else. Partway through, there's a change in handwriting. It goes from the neat, curated handwriting of a scientist to the frenetic chicken scratch of a madman. And the records change. The patients are no longer taken from the streets. Under selection, the only word ever written is internal. And that's just over 45 minutes. They started using their own personnel then. So it would seem. Hmm. And does this madman seem to have described their end goal at any point? The perfect life form. They had hoped to engineer something that could withstand all of the horrors of neo-Victorian London and the zombie apocalypse. They had hoped to gain understanding of what these chemicals did to humans. Instead, it seems they only succeeded in creating monsters. And who was to become this perfect life form? The madman themselves? Or yet another subject? After some digging, you eventually find the purpose of... Well, you find the answer to the question and the purpose of the tank you passed. What they are growing in there, what whomever runs this now is doing with it, is intended to be the culmination of this research. Still haven't found who's responsible, but it's probably... Is it our duty to clean up their pet project? You... You could reasonably assume that your duties here would entail killing whatever they are trying to unleash. Well, I've got three grenades, and I'm just gonna lash them all together and toss them at the tank. Alright. Um... Roll me coordination. Okay. That is 11 plus 5 for 16. Yeah, you throw the cluster of grenades and it neatly lands right at the base of this tank. A few moments later, there is a deafening explosion and 
a small tidal wave of amniotic fluid pours from this tank, and the mostly finished abomination within comes spilling out. It is a patchwork horror of a myriad of different kinds of skin with bulging with what could either be muscles or tumors, you can't tell. Hmm. Yikes. Okay, yeah. well, I'm gonna back away and watch it and then raise it, my rifle up. Yeah, as it spilled out of the tank, it started to gain its feet, but it clearly wasn't finished. As the, you can tell, as the spasms set in and it eventually snaps its own neck and falls to the ground. Hmm. Alright, in that case, Clara's going to walk up and double tap it through the heart and the brain. Alright. The blood that comes out is a thick, viscous black ichor. The brain matter is beyond recognition. The bone fragments that come out are diseased and twisted, but for whatever this thing was, whatever horror of science, not much one can do to stop death once the heart is gone, the neck snapped, and the brain pulped. This is true. Any sign of our madman? No. Not at the moment, but... If you'll recall, there is one path you haven't checked. Beneath the hatch? Yes. Okay. Clara's going to stand at the top of that ladder and shoot the lock off. The lock snaps. It seems like it was built to be sturdy, but not sturdy enough to handle a direct gunshot. Yeah. She's going to drop an... Oh, go on. Sorry. Yeah. The bolt, the bolt locking it breaks, and the hatch just swings open below. Hmm. I imagine this was pretty loud. Yeah, this was pretty loud. Clara's going to train her rifle at the base of the ladder and wait there for a minute or two. There is nothing. All right, well, down we go. No, oh. Nothing comes up, but you can faintly hear the sound now that the hatch is open of someone or something alive down there. All right, down the ladder we go, and away Waiting we march. Waiting for you at the bottom with two broken legs and broken and both arms broken is the first live human you have seen since coming here. Are you finally here to kill me? Do you want me to? Please. The tests, they failed so miserably. The subjects, my god, what they did to us. 
And as he says that, your eyes begin to adjust, and you see the piles upon piles of mangled, dismembered, mutated, or otherwise experimented on once humans that were down here. I see. So oubliettes never went out of fashion, huh? So is there anyone else around here? No, just the one. Okay, Clara's going to ask for clarification. Are are you the head scientist of this lab? (laughs) No one's head scientist anymore. The patients are running the show now. I see. No, but I was the one who started this. I see. Would you happen to know where the head scientist, who was once the head scientist, has gone? He was the first to die. Ironic. And then Clara's going to double tap him through the head and then the heart. And that's five minutes All right. remaining. Well... That is more or less a wrap. You have put this lab to the sword, destroyed their project, and killed the leader. Neat. Man, I was so tense during that. You don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. With five minutes to spare, too. Yeah. Yeah, you're nutty. efficient. Clara's a yeah. smooth operator. <laughs> yeah, if you hadn't destroyed the thing in the chamber, at five minutes remaining, it would have broken out for a boss fight. That would have been very inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I, <laughs> I, I literally, when I was statting out this character, I had to make a call between buying, like, four grenades and, like, no animate shackles or three grenades and like either five or ten animate shackles and i'm glad i went the right direction (laughs) certainly seems to have paid off truly truly all right so so what happens now do we do we cut episode and then move to post or i think we do post episode as the same recording i see i see very well then i i guess has the post show started we just we uh, we just do post the, show. the post show as the same. Cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the post show of episode. Blake, help me. Ten. Ten. Welcome ten. to the post show of episode ten. <laughs> so, Baird, how did we do? Um, y'all did sick. Y'all crushed it. Clara was like a, a killing machine. Clara just like munched through those animates. That was great. Clara was a badass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was I was yes, super stoked for this boss fight because like five minutes left to fight the boss is not a lot of time. But Clara just just wiped out the tank and and that was that. It was pretty sick. That was fun to watch. Yeah. Mm. She's experienced now as an undertaker. <laughs> so Alex, were you listening as well? Care to give us a second round of feedback? <laughs> um, not closely enough to give actual feedback. Um, it sounded pretty fair, fair. I heard some like chilling descriptions and nervousness from Derek. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was I was so tense. I I I'm stressed. I'm sweaty. I think ba- Blake. Sorry, not Baird. Blake and I also need to say things to each other. Is that how this works? Well, Blake, Blake, that was super atmospheric. Also, it was a lot of fun going through the episode. Like, I I could have played this as as a like normal session, and I would have enjoyed the heck out of it. And I and I would say I did here as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I was expecting Unhallowed Met to be. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, you've ruined it. No. I expected it to be a lot clunkier, I guess, because Unhallowed Met actually has like a whole bunch of systems for like wound severity and location. So so I basically built yeah. my character to kind of bypass that. You may have been able to tell. Ha <laughs> ha. I I was. I very and I very much get it. I do I do something similar. Yeah. But but really cool system, really cool flavor. It's like Bloodborne, but swapping out like weird trick weapons for gas masks and eldritch horrors for undead good setting good vibes yeah yeah one one thing that i would have liked a bit more was a bit more i guess a bit more what sorry i'm trying to frame it right now but maybe some more dynamic aspect to the dungeon it felt as Mm. though nothing were really reacting to me if you know what i mean Yes, like at every yes. moment I was waiting, like, is someone coming? Has something changed? But it seemed that most people were content to remain where they were. And that makes sense, right? Because, like, the scientist had been absolutely wrecked and was at the bottom of the hatch. And the yeah. other monster was inside an arena. But I think you could have, like, maybe seeded it with some wandering animates or something. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, and now you. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed the character of Clara. She, you know, I, I have a soft spot for Undertakers, but, you know, <laughs> um, she she was fun. She was a badass. My, I would have liked to have learned more about her backstory over the course of that session. Mm, yeah, I, I could have dropped in more allusions to where she came from, I think. Her physical corruption didn't really come across at all, and I feel like I could have been more explicit in describing her, especially as she tried to interact with the shifty man. She's got the aura that unsettles people that you talk to, and she's oh. yeah stacking two layer of defect in like a tracery of veins that can be seen under her skin, and really papery, thin, unhealthy-looking skin. Yep. Yeah, that that would have been fun to play more with. Agree, agree. Damn, we just put that guy out of his job, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Mm. You want to know a really twisted fact about this episode? Mm -hmm. Please. All the research I did to prepare for this was purely historical. Yeah. Unfortunate. No, actually. Um, well, there Just were, like oh, Victorian this was that guy you talked about right? in the chat, right? Like the, the baby murderer? Yeah, Gosnell. Oh no. Um, oh no. Yep. Anyways, I, I should be getting dinner. This was a lot of fun. What are we doing next time? Do we know yet? 
Okay. okay. Yeah. All right, Alex, you're in it. Cool. It'll be Alex as DM, um, Alex's player, and Alex's moderator for the one-man, one-off. <laughs> ideal, ideal. Like that movie. Which one? Split. Anyone right? with Mike Myers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works better. Anyways, all right, so Alex, what? since you haven't been in the, I guess, loop for a moment, do you want to pick what role? Sure. I feel like it's been a while. Honestly, I think it's been a while since I moderated. <laughs> Alex, I want to be in the next episode. Alex, <laughs> can I moderate? Yeah, but, but like, I think like I played Dracula and then I DM'd Bairds. That's, That's true. true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I have been getting my shit. It'd be really cool if we yeah. had like some organized system of like rotations or something there was one once in theory <laughs> <laughs> there may even have been several anyways so alex moderates next time mm-hmm. who wants to i think we should probably determine who's out who's been I've, i moderated the one previous and i dm'd the one prior i don't know if anyone else is also featured in both i guess who, who whoever's whoever's been in three consecutive episodes should be out for the next one right doesn't that make sense which is uh, yeah. Yeah. Eric, yeah because blake missed the one mm-hmm. that he took a leave of absence for and you're new yeah so there <laughs> yeah um so that'd probably make me dm i guess exciting exciting that's scary which makes me play okay yeah if you need i i if you need any help uh planning for the one hour i can definitely i can definitely help with that i will need a lot of emotional support um you can start by sending me chocolates and um and reading me poetry uh, and yeah we'll go from there (laughs) what emotional support yeah what uh what what system will this be is this back in like the regular rotation of like five you're choosing right your choice okay um, yeah, we can do 5e. That's chillin'. I feel comfy with that. Or, that I mean, actually, good. wait, no. Yeah, 5e or Genesis. I'm done with either. Um, I think 5e. I mean, yeah, just let me know. I can create a character in either. Yeah, yeah. If you really want to give Barrett some emotional support, you can tweet him at one hour one offs on Twitter. <laughs> Leave him a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. At Apple Podcasts. Yeah, but make sure yeah. it's addressed to Baird. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Um, <laughs> And also make sure Alex sends it to me because I don't know how Twitter works and <laughs> definitely don't have one. I hereby swear I will pass all emotional support along and definitely not hoard it for my own serotonin. <laughs> Alex harvests the emotional support and passes like only the words scrubbed of meaning. Off the top. Yep. Alex, no. no. All of the all serotonin, serotonin yeah. is mine. Yeah. 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 Alex yeah. takes the prayers and leaves the thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. Right. Well, I'm gonna go eat. All of you gamers, be well. <laughs> I also probably have to go for dinner. Sweet, sweet. Mm-hmm. Well, Baird and I have uh, 40 minutes of, of airtime. <laughs> Sick. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's just fucking gone. Should we stop recording at some point here? Uh, yeah, probably.
Hey, y'all, as always, just wanted to say thanks for listening to the episode. Hope y'all enjoyed. Hope y'all had a good hour. I actually really enjoyed this episode because I, I just got to listen. Lay, sit back, relax the whole time. It was really fun. Um, as always, if you want to get in touch with us, whether feedback, just say hi, whatever, you always love it. Uh, tweet us at one hour one offs or at one hour pod. And if you do that, we'll name an episode. <laughs> we'll name a character after you. I don't know that we're selling off full episodes yet. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll name a NPC after your gamer tag just to show a little bit of love. As always, hope y'all had a good time.